Thank you for listening to We Have Ways of Making You Talk. Sign up to our Patreon to receive bonus content, live streams and our weekly newsletter with money off books and museum visits as well. Plus early access to all live show tickets. That's patreon.com slash we have ways. Life is a highway and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hola. Hello, this call is being translated. Abuela, listen to what my phone can do. Abuela, escucha lo que mi teléfono puede hacer. Wow, ahora dime sobre tu novia nueva. Wow, now tell me about this new girlfriend. Huh? Tú sabes lo que dije. You know what I said. Language is no longer a barrier, thanks to Live Translate with Galaxy AI on Samsung Galaxy S24 Ultra. Learn more at Samsung.com. Samsung account login required. Calls must be made using the native Samsung dialer. Twenty sixth of November, nineteen forty two, from Commander Six Army to Field Marshal von Manstein, Commander Don Army Group. Gumrek Station. Dear Field Marshal, I beg to acknowledge your signal of the 24th of November and to thank you for the help you propose giving. For the past 36 hours, I had received no orders or information from a higher level. In a few hours, I was liable to be confronted by the following situation. A. Either I must remain in position on my western and northern fronts and very soon see the army front rolled up from behind, in which case I should formally be complying with the orders issued to me, or else B. I must make the only possible decision, turn with all my might on the enemy who is about to stab the army from behind. In the latter event, clearly the eastern and northern fronts can no longer be held and it can only be a matter of breaking through to the southwest. In this difficult situation, I sent the Fuhrer a signal asking for freedom to take such a final decision if it should become necessary. I wanted to have this authority in order to guard against issuing the only possible order in that situation too late. I have received no direct reply to this signal. P.S. In the circumstances, I hope you'll overlook the inadequacy of the paper and the fact that this letter is in longhand. Well, there you go. So you can see why he was so polite. I mean, you know, th- there it is. There's, the proof is in the pudding. And, it's and, impeccable it's a, manners, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? Do you Wonderful. think if he if he had emojis in those days, do you, do you think he'd have the one with the kind of tears coming out the side? Or do you think they, he'd have, or, no, I think, <laughs> he'd have the, that, I think he'd have that one with the thumbs up. Or the praying one. <laughs> the praying one. <laughs> Uh, welcome to We Have Ways of Making You Talk, our Stalingrad <laughs> specials, episode four, um, uh, where James Holland and I are looking at the history of the Battle of Stalingrad. And that letter was from uh, uh, General Paulus um, uh, in November, 19, the, uh, towards the end of November. 26th of November, 1942. Where he obviously, uh, there's some writing on the wall in that letter. <laughs> Boy, is there ever. Yeah, um, completely. Uh, I mean, and, he is staring down the barrel. He's up that yeah. creek. He's got no paddle. Yeah. Um, and he's asked the Fuhrer, what should I, you know, can I, can I break out or do I stay here? And uh, so far he's not. And he's not had a reply. Not the reply that he wants. The anyway. Fuhrer has ghosted him on this occasion. <laughs> <laughs> and basically it's all good. But, but what an amazing transformation in, yeah. in kind of, you know, a matter of a couple of weeks. It's just yeah. in, incredible. So, so. This is when it's all going pear shaped, but we should we should backtrack to yeah. Zukov's plan. 
Yeah. And, and you you will remember from the last episode that Zukov gets called at the very end of August up to the Kremlin. Come on, ah, so this is Stalin's in a bit of a bit of a tiz. He's going, We got a big problem going south. What are we going to do about it? You know, send the um send send troops south immediately. He does that, but then he comes up with his master plan. But the thing is the thing is, in a year of people coming up with plans, the plans being exposed, the plans going wrong, the plans being changed. We're about plans to talk- being usually ignored by Stalin. Exactly. We're about to talk about a plan which um, uh, is truly breathtaking. It's breathtaking and then works. In its ambition and yeah. its execution. Yeah, it's, exactly. It is just monumental. So what he really... What's, what's, Zukov's quite excited about this. So what he realises, and this is on the 12th of September... Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is the day before Chukov takes over. This is the same day that the um, Lipitin gets gets tic tacked. That you know the the, the Stukas are coming over the following morning on the thirteenth. You know yeah. all the rest of it. But but he realizes at this stage the German Sixth Army is hammering away and they're fixed on Stalingrad. Yeah, and this is their obsession. And, and they've gone in there and they've got the blinkers are on the side of their their eyes. Like we have to get to Volga. We have to get to Stalingrad. And he thinks that's an opportunity because then they've lost concentration. What what he realises also is that either side of them, they've got their weakest military elements. They've got the 4th and the 3rd Romanian armies, and they've also got the Italians. The Italian None of, neither of whom are anything like as well-equipped or trained and are, from a, counter, a counter-attacking point of view, the weak spot. Well, and this is this is a byproduct of, or, or, or well, byproduct, a direct result of Hitler splitting... Uh, into Army Group A and Army Group B, sending A to the Caucasus, and the yep. idea is that the his his not quite so snazzy uh, Axis allies um, will 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 hold the shoulder while the while the glamorous business of capturing the oil in the Caucasus is done by yeah, yeah, yes, while they're sent on a complete fool's errand that achieves oh, zero exactly. He sends absolutely his best, nothing. He sends his best people on a fool's on a wild goose chase on a wild goose chase. Um, looking for a golden, looking for a golden goose, but it's a that wild, doesn't exist, or that, that exists exist. but is going to fly away. Ex- exactly, and then he leaves. His, he leaves the guarding that to his to people he doesn't rate. I mean, this is the this is the really extraordinary one of the extraordinary things is you know everything everything Hitler thinks of his allies um, is out there. He's you know it, it's not as though it's not as though he thinks he's put his best people on this job. Zukov reads this, and he re- and like you say, he, he reads, reads this, it. Reads it running. He reads. Wait, he reads this on the twelfth of September, the day before Paulus has warned Hitler that he's overcommitted, and then it's he's all, got vulnerable flanks. Yeah, it's all there. It's all there to be seen. It's all there. Yeah. And does Hitler do anything about it? No, no sorry. No, of course no, not. he doesn't. And so Zukov conceives this massive encirclement to start off with. Stalin goes, well, you know, I'm not sure we've got enough of this. Yeah. And Zukov goes, yeah, but just bear with me because. If we go too small, if we go too tight, then the Germans, it'll be easy for the Germans to turn and confront us from, from, from Stalingrad yeah. and yeah. flip us. What we need to do is go sufficiently wide that the Germans stuck in Stalingrad can't do anything about it. And by the time, well, what, by the time they've, re- they've realised what's going on, it's too late. Well, but this is, but Jim, this is the, you know, in a way, the question I asked in the last podcast is why aren't the Germans doing that to Stalingrad themselves? And the and the the reason is is because it's Romanians and Italians who aren't up to it, on on their 
on their right and left flanks, isn't it? So, yeah. so well, yeah, yes, the only way you could do it is if you pulled pulled Sixth Army back yeah, and got exactly. them to do it uh, in cahoots exactly. with Fourth Panzer Army. But, but yeah. that's just not going to happen. That's just never going to happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Right. So, so, so go so, large. So, so go large or go home, basically. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Go big or go home. Big flaw in the plan is is obviously if you're talking about a giant encirclement that requires a huge logistic chain. Yeah, it requires a huge build up of troops. Yeah. And that's not something you can just click your fingers and happen overnight. So the, the question is, can they hold out that long? Yeah. And Zukov says, I think they probably can just about. You know, you've got a, you've got a tough cookie there with, you know, if you get put someone really good in, into, into, Staling, into Stalingrad yeah. itself, you know, Chukov's yeah. around. He's, he's, he's you know, I've, I like the, you know, the cut of his jib. Yeah. And you put on extra guns on the East Bank, should yeah. be should be okay. You know, state of siege, no one's stepping back. Everyone knows, yeah. you know, you've got the NKVD division with detachments, yeah. you know, backdrop detachments, all the rest of it. Uh, um, it should be okay. It's going to be yeah. tough, but you know, this is our, this is our way around of not just saving Stalingrad, but actually crushing the Germans. And Stalingrad goes, I, I like it. But Stalin also says, and Zukov start getting a bit carried away, and they start thinking about kind of a, a, a bigger thing. And on the 22nd of September, Rokossovsky is summoned, and he is someone whose star is definitely on the rise in a yep. very, very big way because he's so self-evidently extremely competent. He's yep. probably the single best commander of that the, 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 the Red Army has in the Second World War in terms yep. of that all-round ability of strategic overview, operational skill, tactical nows, you know, Hutzberg reading the situation, all the rest of it. He's 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 very much a sort of complete, uh, complete plan. And, and the idea is that he will then he will come his he, he will he will take over a, a new front, which will augment the fronts that are already there, the south yeah. the southeastern front, south um, and um, and the Stalingrad front. That's the idea. And on the twenty sixth of September, they're starting to think really big, and they and Stavka, which is the um, um, the sort of chiefs of staff, effectively, um, they, they meet to discuss not one but two offensives. So the plan is to circle Sixth Army at Stalingrad, but also the German Ninth Army at Rezev, which is much further to the north. And this is to the west of Moscow. Yeah. And the whole point about this is to draw away German troops from from yeah. from the Stalingrad area, make sure that they, Stalingrad doesn't suddenly get reinforced by German forces. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. so keep them fixed there. But yeah. also, if you can get a double encirclement, what's you know what's not to like? Yeah, yeah. These two counteroffensives. Signed off on the on the twenty seventh of September. Which, which, so so what's is, happened is there's a sort of salient around Rezev, yeah. which which is at the base of the salient is Smolensk, at the peak of of the of the, the eastern peak of uh, of of the salient is Rezev. So that's what yeah. they they're trying to sort of get get rid of, and so. Twin operations are going to be done in two phases. So the first one is is a smaller encirclement, and then followed up rapidly by a wider encirclement. Mm-hmm. So in the northern bit around Reserve and, and Smolensk, it's Mars and Jupiter, yeah. and and on the southern bit, it's it's Saturn and Uranus. And Uranus is the first one. This is the first encirclement of Stalingrad. Yeah. And from our point of view, this is the bit that we're 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 particularly interested in. They're so ambitious at this phase. It's fascinating that, that they decide to be so ambitious because, after all, late September and things are going very, things appear to be going pretty badly. Yeah. In in Stalingrad, but as long as the Germans have uh, uh, focused on that, I mean, it's almost as though it's almost as though. The way the Russians are fighting in in Stalingrad is a deception. It's, it's, it's how to turn a crisis into a massive victory. So what they do on the twenty second of October, Stavka orders the recreation of the southwestern front, yeah, which of course has been destroyed in the encirclement of Kiev back in September the previous year, and also the Don front, which is the one that Rokossovsky is going to take command of. And the build up for Uranus is going on in huge <laughs> secrecy. I, I mean, mean these, I mean these numbers uh... are just staggering. <laughs> 
Yeah. So 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 what you've got is you've got men lined up for Uranus, mm. and then you've got men lined up for the initial onslaught. Because obviously it's a bit like you know it's a bit like D Day and, and crossing the channel. You can only get so many people across the Volga in the first instance. Yeah. So you, you know you 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 need backup. So overall, you've got one point one million men, <laughs> ten armies, fifty three and a half rifle divisions, sixty two and a half mobile brigades, ninety two artillery regiments, forty anti tank regiments, thirty three anti aircraft regiments, forty five engineering battalions. Um, and 1,400 tanks and 900 aircraft, especially yeah. for Operation Uranus. Yeah. And in the initial assault, building up at the two start points, the twin start points. So the idea is to crash first into the north yeah. uh, um, and, and get the uh, the third Romanian army. A day or two later, the second second assault south of Stalingrad, straight into the fourth Romanian army. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. I mean, Sixth Army is completely sandwiched by third tier troops you know that sixth army is a jam in the middle of some some very poor and stale mother's bread. pride bread yeah and, and and i think i mean it's interesting isn't it because because if, if paulus knows this uh and has and has run up run up his vulnerability uh with hitler and it's it is i mean it is but they don't but he doesn't seem to know that this is going on by the beginning of November, you no. know, till the middle of November for Uranus, you've got one hundred sixty thousand men, ten thousand horses, four hundred thirty tanks, yeah. six thousand guns and mortars, increasing numbers of Katyushas, and yeah. fourteen thousand vehicles, all ferried across the Volga between the first and the twentieth of November. Well, because I mean, it's, it is astonishing because his eyes not on that ball. I mean, this, 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 how this, how could it be when when yeah, you yeah. when you've got Stalingrad? Yeah, I mean, you're totally beguiled by Stalingrad and, and committed as heavily as you are, yeah. So there's nine crossing points over the Volga. Yeah. So they get across the Volga and to the north and, and if you remember that the the Don is cut the river Don is coming down in a kind of sort of southeasterly direction before the bend when it then turns yeah. southwesterly. Yeah. But they get across the Volga and they then move over to the Don because the front line the where the Italians are and the fourth Romanian are is along the River Don. That's the front line. So the, then there's the bit where the bend is, the the, the kind of sort of 20-odd miles, to whatever it is, 25 miles from the bend to Stalingrad. That's yeah. that's a that's held. But otherwise, you, you from, from a Red Army point of view, you've got to get north of the most northern German troops in Stalingrad, well north yeah. of them, yeah. across the Volga. Then you've got to swing around in an arc, in a, in a kind of southwesterly arc to the River Don. And build up all those forces in secret on the other side, and that's what they're doing. And there's there's nine crossing points over the Volga, and twenty bridges and twenty one ferries on the southwestern and Don fronts. Boggling, isn't it? Uh, uh, and yeah. also that that clearly what you've got to do is sort your logistic end of things out. It, well, sort of- this is a point because because the Uranus plan is 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 quite straightforward. Okay, this is what we do: we circle wide, circle it here, circle it here, destroy that, come in around the back, cut off sick army, job done. But to do that requires Amazing secrecy, amazing efficiency, unbelievable logistics. Yeah. It requires supply dumps and fuel dumps and ammo dumps and food and, and everything. And and what is amazing is that the, the operational level, the Red Army has had a transformation. Yeah. And one of the problems it has in the in nineteen forty one during Barbarossa is because of the purges, you've you've lost so many people yeah, who yeah. know that understand the operational art. Who it's just gone. The- who know how to do the paperwork? I mean, it, no, it, it, paperwork. It, and they're all and and that's been relearned. If you get, if you're listening, if you if you get a chance to 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 to, to glance at a map of the uh, of the Operation Uranus 
<laughs> well, yeah, I, I don't know if you got that map. I've I've, I've sent yeah, you yeah. Uranus. It's, yeah. it's 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 it's. <laughs> I have got that map you sent me of Uranus. Yes, I mean, yeah. this, obviously, <laughs> obviously, so far we have avoided um, <laughs> gags. These these sort of these pure sort old of, jokes. These pure old jokes. <laughs> But, but um, uh, and uh, there you can see Gumrack on the. So, so we're yeah. now looking at a map of Uranus. Y- yes, <laughs> Uranus. <laughs> Uranus. Uranus. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, uh, yeah, and, and there uh, you are. You can see the Don. You can see the yeah. Volga. You can see where the Don front is. That's Rokossovsky yeah. to the north. Yeah. And I guess that's about. Well, the Don front. You know, his headquarters about sixty miles north mm. of Stalingrad. I guess. Mm. Something mm. like that, but but when you look at it like this, you can you can see why going wide is the way to do it. You 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 know if you look at the if you look at the, you can see why going narrowly wouldn't necessarily yeah. work. And um, and the, 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 I mean, there's so much to this plan that that um, that shows Zhukov's intuition. Yeah. Or or it may not be intuition. Deep hard study of the subject in front of him. You know, and judge hard judgment. I think intuition makes it sound like it's a it's a sort of hunch but that but that that you would think that way right actually what we the way the way to defeat the germans is to beat the italians and the romanians it, it yeah. is is it's brilliant isn't it it's um yeah it's so simple it's so simple but 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 as i say simple as long as you get your, your, your yeah, yeah, logistics yeah, right yeah, yeah but but it's worth just saying what's what's going on in, in stalingrad while all this build-up is happening you know this, it's all a bit it's all a bit touch and go it has to yeah. be said you know yeah. it's, it's not it's not looking you know it's not looking it's no it's not easy for the red army by any stretch of the imagination uh but amazingly on the 14th of october hitler goes i think that's it for case blue yeah hasn't worked whatever yeah but you know keep going in stalingrad what why no it's just insane yeah and on the 23rd of october this is unbelievable so kurt zeitzler he was he was the genius behind panzer group kleist in yeah. crossing the mers and everything you know this is guderian and stuff in 1940 yeah. he's now army chief of staff and he declares that the russians were in no position to mount a major offensive with any far-reaching objective that is being that is the conclusion that's the assessment i mean talk about knowing your enemy where's he got that from yeah, just arrogance, it's complacency. Just, it's he's uh, put his finger in the wind, doesn't it? It's 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 yeah, basically. Uh, I mean, and to be fair, you know, Chukov is is clinging on. So you you know, the, the grain silos are gone. Number station two stations gone. They've got Pavlov's house still. Um, the Germans are just behind the main central station. Uh, um, most of, of the things, factory the factories have gone. But none of those things get you across the river. You've still got to cross a yeah, river. Yeah, exactly. You still got to cross um, a river. under all that artillery fire from the other from the opposing bank. You, you know. It, it, yeah. This is all. This is no. the problem. With, so even if they had got Stalingrad, it'd be Pyrrhic. I mean, but he's be... got these four little bridgeheads, and and yeah. you know they're there, and then and then you know, but the weather is obviously starting to turn. It's getting really, really cold. You know, everyone knows what Paulus and everyone. They've all been there since the year before, so they all know what's coming. So he launches an, a renewed effort on the on on the eleventh of November. That's held. The bridgehead um, on the western side is split in two, so Chukov's forces are severed. And on the 16th of November, Palace does another attempt. No, that's on the 17th. Yeah. Uh, but but already the Volga has started to freeze over. Just amazing. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. amazing. And yeah. they get the first little flake of snow on the 17th. Yeah. And then on the 18th and 19th, the night of the 18th, 19th, there's an absolute dollop of snow. Freezing yeah. temperatures. Temperatures plummet. And the following morning, the freezing fog is as thick as milk. So the Germans can't really attack. 
Yeah. They're stuffed. They're just, they've got to halt it because they can't move because it's so cold. They can't see it. You know, you literally yeah. can't see more than, you know, it's like, it's like the thickest pea super that they used to have yeah. in London. Yeah. And the worst of the kind of sort of fogs. So they can't, they're just not making any, any headway at all. And of course that, yeah, would that have saved, you know, is, is that the, the difference between Chukov holding on and Stalingrad or not? You know, who knows? But 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 it's no question about it. It's it's a massive help. So Uranus doesn't really launch until the fourth uh, till the nineteenth of November, but there is a sort of preliminary assault from the southwestern front, which is right out west. Yeah. So it doesn't look like this is part of Uranus. Because yeah. it's because it's because it's so far from you know it's hundred miles or whatever it is, but 70, 70, 80 miles from from Stalingrad, further along on the River Don, right into the edge of this, and this is about getting a few, uh, um, this is about getting a few forays across the river. Yeah, and if the Germans are worried about it, they don't pick up on it. Yeah, and then it's the nineteenth of November, the morning of the nineteenth, the, the northern thrust of this two pincer. Uh, um, attack is launched. This is the real main launch point of Operation Uranus. 7.20 a.m. Soviet time, 5.20 German time. I mean, they have these different timelines, but bottom line is it's it's, it's morning, it's cold, it's freezing, um, the snow's on the ground, it's dark. 3,500 Russian guns, heavy mortars and katyushas open up. And that's just the artillery to support the Northern Thrust. It's amazing, isn't it? You think was it eight hundred and seventy-four guns, Alamein? Yeah, I mean this is this is <laughs> it's it's so heavy. It's such a massive bombardment that even in Stalingrad, the German soldiers can feel the ground can shaking. Feel the ground shaking. It does speak to the, 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 the sort of in a way that uh, a lot of this sort of tragedy of the year before that the Red Army had it not been purged would might well have never been in this situation well or had it been more flexible and not allowed itself to be encircled you know that 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 the, all those men all those men lost the previous year because, yep. because anyway i mean the, the, the scale of this is the scale of this is a- absolutely amazing and of course again they're attacking the romanians um who they didn't are, sign up for this they certainly did not and and, the, like, and also and the also heck? and also <laughs> last month Kurt Zeitzler told everyone nothing like this was possible. It was going to happen. So it's like, yeah. oh, phew. Okay. Oh, cheers, boss. Yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. this goes straight into General Petrie um, Dimitrescu's um, third army. And at that point, I think we should take a break and then find yes. out what happens. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hola. Hello. This call is being translated. Abuela, listen to what my phone can do. Abuela, escucha lo que mi teléfono puede hacer. Wow. Ahora dime sobre tu novia nueva. Wow. Now tell me about this new girlfriend. Huh? Tú sabes lo que dije. You know what I said. Language is no longer a barrier. Thanks to Live Translate with Galaxy AI on Samsung Galaxy S24 Ultra. Learn more at Samsung.com. Samsung account login required. Calls must be made using the native Samsung dialer. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Way of Ways of Making You Talk. What, we're on a what a question of sport, what happened next moment there with, with um, well, sh- shall I the remain, remaining third army. I have a pretty good idea. I reckon I can work out. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, doesn't go well for them, to be, no. to be honest. Uh, um, so on that first day, the Red Army rips a seven-mile gap in the defences. Um, just huge numbers of, of you know, this incre- rockets coming over all the time. Yeah. I mean, that's enough to put the fear of God into you, of course. Yeah. Then you've got sort of T thirty fours, which are which are impressive and have decent guns and and you know shells bounce off them. Yeah. But then you've also got these KV twos, which are sixty two tons. I mean, they're just absolutely enormous. And, and, and suddenly the Romanians find that five divisions are trapped in the bend on the River Don. They hold out till the twenty fourth of November, but you know that's it. Almost no Luftwaffe at all because it's snow, and Rick Tofen can only get a couple of planes airborne yeah. and. You know, yeah, and without a, without air, the the Germans have taken have had great a great advantage in the air, really yeah. up until the, this stage of you know post Operation Blue, and without without air, the playing field is more than leveled, isn't it? Is, is, yeah, yeah, is yeah. the truth? Yeah, and and part of the build up of this has also been to clarify the command. So the Stalingrad front is 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 gone because you've now got the Don front between. Yeah. So you've got the southwestern front, which is sort of hundred miles away on the River Don, you know, further northwest yeah. on the River Don. Then you've got the Don front. Then you've got you had the Stalingrad front. And then you had the southeastern front, and the yeah. Stalingrad front is done away with, and it's now just the southeastern front covering the whole of Stalingrad, and that's under Yeremenko yeah. still. So Gordov has has gone on. That, that's yeah. the end of him. And, and the 20th of November, so the day after Uranus is, Uranus. Uranus <laughs> is, is launched uh, into the north, the, the southeastern front attacks south of the city with the yeah. Soviet 51st and 57th armies, yeah. and they attack the Romanian 3rd Army near Lake Sapa. And yeah. again, it's just an absolute, sorry, into the 4th Army. And this is under the rather cool named um, uh, General Constantin, Constantinescu Claps. I mean, what a fantastic name. And his, his lads can't cope with this either. No. Yeah. And also there's been a kind of sort of, you, you know, one of, one of the problems is it's Romanians that their morale is not good because it's snowing, it's miserable. And they've also been told, you're so crap that we're actually putting you under direct command of, uh, of Hermann Holtz's 4th uh, Panzer Army. So, you know, suddenly you've got the three M's again. Method, yeah. motivation, morale. Yeah. Method's rubbish. Motivation, yeah. zero. Morale yeah. plummeting as quickly as the temperature. It's not a good combination. No. Uh, and, and what do you think happens as a result of that? Well, they get a great big hole punched in them too. And yeah, the 20 miles tanks, this time. 20 miles. Tanks streaming miles, through. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the Russians put two whole mobile corps through, basically, don't they? Through that hole. Yeah. So it's, it's you know, which is equivalent of an army. Of kind of of an army of armor straight yeah. into that hole. Oh my god, it's absolutely unbelievable! And, yeah. and on the twenty first of November, Palace is thinking, "Uh, uh-uh, this is not looking good." Yeah. So he he is he and his chief of staff, who's Lieutenant General Arthur Schmidt, they fly to Isna Kurskaya, uh, which is the point where the Don and the River Cheer meet. 
So this is to the west a little bit, um, and it's and it's way way outside any kind of attempted settlement. The settlement hasn't actually captured at this point, and and the reason is to to use secure comms. And he contacts the Führer headquarters and says, "What do you want me to do? Do you want me to try and break out, or yeah. do you want me to stick it out?" Yeah, like that letter that we read at the yeah. start, basically. Yeah. And at that point, Hitler, what Hitler does do instead is he creates the Army Group Don um, uh, and Phil uh, Marshal von Manstein, who's been in Sebastopol, then up at Leningrad and now back again, takes over command of of, yeah. of of the Don. And his job is to kind of get back to Stalingrad, drive a wedge from where they are to the southwest of, of Stalingrad, get to Stalingrad, get Sixth Army, have this massive corridor and get, you know, and, 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 and fight their way out. And on the 22nd of November... Plan, plan is... Plan is- Plan is one thing. The aspiration. Cheap. Uh, think, talk is easy, right? Yeah, I think that's the aspiration rather than the plan, isn't it? That's the. I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's honestly, much better way of putting yeah, it. Much yeah. better way of putting it. So on the twenty second, on the same day, the second twenty second November, when Paulus is, um, and Schmidt are flying back to their new head, head headquarters at Gumrat, which is just it's only about seven miles to the kind yeah. of northwest of of Stalingrad. That same day, the twenty fourth Tank Corps, the, the Red Army twenty fourth rank um, Tank Corps, they capture an intact bridge over the River Don at, Ka- uh, at Karak. And um, that's good news for them, and that's you know that's that's a key feature because this is getting much closer to this is part of the Don, which is much closer to Stalingrad. And then, amazingly, on the twenty third of November, so just four days after Kronos is launched, the two pincers actually meet, <laughs> yeah. as planned, as yeah. planned, yeah. at the village of Sovietsky. I mean, you literally couldn't make it up, could you? Oh well, I mean, it, 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 again, it. it we we talked about we've talked about the multiple ironies flying out of thick and fast or at least the things that are too on the nose for a scriptwriter there's there's your you know the, 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 there must be one or two listeners of ours who, who, who believe we're living in a, that we're all living in a simulation like the matrix and that yeah. would be that would be one of them wouldn't it yeah, they it would be they meet at sovietsky it's ridiculous it's ridiculous <laughs> I'm a scriptwriter. I've got to think of a name for a town in the Soviet <laughs> Union. Sovietsky. Yeah, the minute the Soviet Union. never be called that. To mark the moment where the Soviet <laughs> Union turns an amazing corner. Nah, nah, nah Sovietsky, that's, t- that's way too on the nose. You know, you'd get your writer's <laughs> notes back going, we can't call it that, you know. <laughs> but I, I just think it's just astonishing how quickly this, is, this has happened. And the fact that it's happened on plan, you know, on the nose, at the right place, Exactly as I mean, you know, the, everyone knows that whenever you launch a battle, the first thing that goes goes pear shaped is the plan. But not well, in this case. Not not well, in no Europe. no plan survives contact with the the enemy unless it's the Romanian army. <laughs> Times two, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and Stalin is rubbing his hands, and so is Zukov, and and they're talking yeah. about the crushed skull. They're looking at the map, and they can see it, and it looks just like a crushed skull, where the face has been been you know yeah. in profile, where the front the front of the face is the River Volga. Yeah, where it's been smashed, and the Tsaritsa is coming out of one of the nostrils. That's the kind of the, the idea of it. And what's amazing is that the Germans realise they they sort of go, "Hmm, we're temporarily encircled." It's just extraordinary. And the Red Army at this point reckons it's trapped maybe eighty five thousand to ninety thousand Germans, but actually it's somewhere between two hundred fifty thousand, two hundred seventy five thousand, yeah. and not just Germans, but obviously Romanians and also Hiwis, which are these you know Soviet troops that are, yeah. that have been yeah. you know that they are toast. No, I mean just, that just, is. That is it. That's the end for them. Momentarily, though, the biggest circumstances the Germans have done on the Soviets have taken far more people into the bag, right, earlier in the war. Comparing it, you know, and the Germans have been doing those as a matter of course, haven't they? That, like, 
again, we come back to the it's question. It's not about numbers, it's strategic importance. Because, because, because there is a, you know, you could, if you looked at the numbers and read numbers, them blind, numbers. I mean, and read really. them blindly, they, yep. they, they wouldn't, but it's where they are. It's the stage of the German offensive. Again, we're thousands of miles from Dusseldorf or whatever. So absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. 3,000 miles from Essen. Every, yeah. well, but absolutely every <laughs> asset. 3,000 kilometres, isn't it? But it's the sunk <laughs> cost and every asset's wasted is the, is the, is the point, isn't it? it, yep. it, it uh, and that's where you can afford to lose them least. The Red Army, the Red Army needs a tipping point and the Germans are giving them one, is the thing. So, so what you've got by the 24th of November, the Russians have just in five days... Yeah. They have encircled in their entirety the German Sixth Army, large elements of the Fourth Panzer Army, the entire Fourth Romanian Army, oh, God. and pushed the Third Romanian Army back to the River Chair. Yeah, it's 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 it, 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 and they've also in this moment created an absolutely monster gap between Army Group A and Army Group B. Yeah, and of course this is the gap that Army Group Don under von Manstein is supposed to plunge yeah. into. And eventually Hitler gets back to Paulus and he goes, hold on in Stalingrad and await relief. You, so the big thing is, okay, so how's that going to work? Well, well, well the it, only way you can do this is with an airlift. By, yeah, by, it is. By a, it, well, I mean, I'd save us all a lot of bother isn't going to work. But um, <laughs> yeah. but that's, uh, and so, so, so Hitler turns to Goering and says, says, can you do this? Can the Luftwaffe do this? He goes, yeah, of course you can. Hitler's absolutely Goering is chomping at the bit, really worried about the sort of, you know, his, his, his lessening influence, the fact yeah. that he's, you know, not top dog anymore, that, that, that Luftwaffe has come in for lots and lots of criticism. Yeah. So he says, yes, absolutely. And the message out from Stalingrad is, well, okay, well, we need 750 tonnes each day, 380 tonnes of food, 250 tonnes of ammo, 120 tonnes of fuel. And Goering goes, yeah, yeah, whatever, and tells all his commanders to try and aim for 500 tonnes a day. I mean, but the Luftwaffe then replied to Goering and said, so that's just, there's no way, Jose, can we do that? The yeah. best we can manage is 350 tonnes. But, but Although Goering, that's Goering, not allowing any wiggle room for the, for the Russian winter. But Goering immediately selling them short. I mean, Immediately sell them short. And in just, fact, the best they manage in one day is 100 tonnes. And what that means is extraction ain't going to happen because they're going to starve, they're going to run out, and they're going to be basically too weak to do so. Yeah. On the other hand, Paulus is now at Gumrak, seven miles from the city centre, mm. and he does have a massive supply of decent wine, champagne, mm. and cigars, so he's all right. Same old story. I mean, And Hitler tells him, stay where it is. It is now designated a festung. And those, if you're German, that's a phrase you simply do not want no. to be hearing. No. That, that is basically, I'm dead. I'm going to be dying in the ruins and rubble yes, of a that, I mean, that, that, God-forbidden backass of a town. Signing your death warrant, isn't it, essentially? Oh, basically. The, the, the whole point is that the flights are supposed to, they're, they're supposed to fly out from, from uh, Tansinskaya Airfield, which is 140 miles away. So that's, that's uh, and there's an airfield in the pocket called uh, Potomnik. Yeah. And... It just doesn't happen in the way that, that Goering has boasted because they don't have the capacity, the weather yeah. is absolutely awful, um, the supply chains aren't good enough, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It just, it's just never going to happen. Jim, um, uh, just, you know, what is remarkable, though, is we're doing this in February because, because that's the anniversary of the end of the, the, end of the battle. The 80th anniversary. And we're talk- but what we're talking about right, right now is late November where the where the the die is cast right the the the, yeah. the, the things the things finished 
Yep. So why are we talking about this in February? What what on earth enables the Germans to endure? And and how are the Russians, you know, why are the Soviets not able to, um, you know, commit a coup de grace earlier? Because of winter storm, yep. because of build-up of Soviet troops, because yep. they don't need to, particularly. Yep. You know, once you've got that encirclement, you don't want to, you know, you do not want to be at home to Mr. and Mrs. Cockup. No. And, you, you and know, also- what you want to do is you want to make sure you, you it's an encirclement. It's quite fragile to start off with. Yeah. You know, the settlement was completed on the 23rd of November. It's looking really bad for the Germans. But you want to make sure that that is absolutely, yeah. that door is slammed shut, bolted, extra thick reinforcement steel. Yeah. Which is uh, what And no one can ever in, going to get through it again. And, that's, and so that December. takes time. Yeah. Yes. And so what the, the next operation is, is Operation Koltso, um, which is Russian for ring. Um, and and it also means at the same time, your Rokossovsky's Don front is starting to enter the fray. Yeah. And within the Don front is the Red Army's strongest second guards army. And yeah. they're the daddy. You know, they're they're the creme de la creme. And yeah. they're suddenly entering it. And they're they're experienced, they're battle hardened, they've got really decent officers, they're really, really well equipped equipped. And this is the kind of, you know, this is the grinder, the meat grinder that's gonna kind of finish it all off. Um and at the same time, of course, Soviet plans are also kind of put into not disarray, but they're 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 badly interrupted by by Operation Winter Gewitter, which of course is Winter Storm, and this is yeah. the von Manstein counteroffensive launched from the southwest to try and drive a corridor into the southwest of Stalingrad, through which the Sixth Army can then get out. Yeah. Although even that is 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 mixed messages because von Manstein is told to kind of you know reestablish the front, get rid of everything to the south, reestablish the line, make sure you've, you've opened up the corridor for for Army Group A and in, in the Corsairs to get out. And of course, save Sixth Army. What von Manstein realizes is the only possible thing he can do is have a narrow corridor open, just long enough to allow Sixth Army to extricate itself. But yeah. but Hitler is saying no, you can't do that. So yeah. von Manstein is going against what Hitler is saying by by having a different plan. <laughs> and anyway, the bottom line is is he launches he he, he launches um, Winter Storm on the twelfth of December. But 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 you know he needs at least an army or two. Yeah. full strength to be able to pull it off and he hasn't yeah. he just hasn't got it he hasn't got the yeah. men he hasn't yeah. got the men the manpower and it, and, it, and it just you know th- there's a big ding dong kind of you know southwest of stalingrad they make some progress but it's very little uh, and it, and it has to be called off and and you know they well i mean you know if you look well at and the they waste of, a load they, they, i mean they send a battalion of uh, tiger tanks to that don't they to to, try, to as a stiffener yeah, well, if you look at if you look at it, they get to oh, I suppose winter storm gets to well, it gets to the river um, Miskova, which yeah. is you know one of these little rivers that's sort of southwest of Stalingrad by about forty miles, something like that. Yeah. That's two guards, two guards army they're up against, and they they just there's just not enough. It's yeah. it's Hote's sixth army, but it but it's a weakened sixth army. Yeah. You know, no, n- none of these units have, have got enough, and it, it just it basically comes to nothing. I mean, you yeah. know, that's 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 the truth of it. Yeah, I mean, and, and but, already by the end of you know by the end of by the end of November, already in the Kessel, you know, the the cauldron into the Indian encirclement, Sikh army men are reduced to three hundred fifty grams of bread a day, uh, one hundred twenty eight twenty grams of meat, including horse meat, because of course thousands of, of horses are dying, and thirty grams of fat, and it's just and you need more calories in the cold, and the and the cold's coming. Sixth yep. of December, rations cut again. Yeah. Two hundred grams of bread. Yeah. You know th- these are these are worse conditions for the civilians in in Leningrad. Twenty first of December, first deaths from starvation in Sixth Army. You know, so they just don't have enough. So so so, Army Group B on the on the eighteenth of December, which is still kind of you know, there's Army Group Don, there's Army Group A, there's you know, the whole thing's yeah. a bit of a mess. Yeah. 
but 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 Sixth Army is still ostensibly under Army Group B, uh, uh, under Maximilian von Weichs. And von Weichs suggests a breakout operation called Donnerschlag. Um, thunderclap. Hitler goes, nope, can't do that. Uh, and at that point, you've got to the point where already they're, they're, Sixth Army are too weak to be able to make a breakout. They just physically can't. Yeah, can't yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, so, so Paulus by this point has got a really difficult choice um, because he's, you know, either he can disobey Hitler, with whom he's in thrall, or he just does stays and does what he's told. And even if he disobeys Hitler, he's going to. So they're both. They're, it's Hobson's choice. They're both defeat, aren't they? An attempt yeah. to break out will be defeated. Uh, uh, stay put, and you're defeated. Surrender would be the um, the humanitarian thing to do for his men, wouldn't it? Well, not really, not when the, against the Red Army. It's... Rather than carry on starving out until February. So on the 12th of December, Hitler says to, to Zeitzler, you know, the chief of staff, uh, and he explains his thinking about why he's, you know, why he's not allowing Palace to come come up. And he's got, you know, frankly, he's got a point. He yeah. says, we must not give up now in any circumstances. We won't win it back again. We cannot possibly replace the stuff we have inside. If we give that up, we surrender the whole meaning of this campaign. We're not going to come back here a second time. That is why we must not leave here, because too much blood has already been shed for that. Yeah, and whose fault is it? It's yours, you dickhead. I mean, I mean you know, honestly. That's, that is amazing, because, I mean, whose idea was it, you muppet? <laughs> exactly! I mean, oh, what an idiot. I mean, just, yeah. just... Okay, so so because you cocked it up again, you've got to stay there. But, what, what you know, what's that going to achieve? I mean, it's, it's bonkers. But but he's right, you know, in one way, one way because... They aren't going. If back they do give up, time. they do surrender the whole meaning of the campaign. Yes, yeah. it's, it's it's not going back a second time. Absolutely, bang on. I mean, this is yeah. the odd thing with Hitler is he often says things which are absolutely spot on, but 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 they're bracketed by things which are just nonsense. So 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 he's never quite getting getting his rights and wrongs in orders. Yeah, yeah thank goodness. And, frankly, and of but, course, but, not taking responsibility. So um, the, the, there's the the vacuum there, isn't there? All very well him saying we must not give up now. You know, as, as Spike Milligan yeah, yeah, said, yeah, yeah, a thousand liked, miles away. Well, Spike Milligan says I liked the we when Germany <laughs> says we are now what Germany. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that was very good. Uh, um, so, so anyway, but, but at the same time, the the, the Red Army is obviously massively growing in confidence. Zukov again recognizes that this is the moment to kind of streamline things a bit. So he says, okay, right, this is now is the time we need one person. Rather than two fronts, now that you've you've the two fronts have closed, yeah. there can only be one commander. It's a bit hard on Yaromenko, yeah. and Stalin says, "Oh, I think he's going to be a bit upset about that." And Zou, and and Stalin just says, "Who cares? Who cares?" Who cares? And he and he promotes Rokossovsky. So the Don front becomes the dominant front. He is the dominant commander. Yeah. The A grade are coming. This this is such a it's it's a much more significant moment than it is traditionally being told. Because Rokossovsky is so good. He is the daddy man. Yeah. And, and now he's in charge. And and, and all the, the the failings that have come before, they're kicked out the window now. Yeah. This is a guy who's going to lead them all the way through, along with Zhukov, along with Konyev, along with Zhukov, of course. But suddenly you've got some A-grade people. Yeah. And, and of those A-graders, Rokossovsky's right up there. And, and, and people who've... Who've been proved right is the thing, haven't they? That that, that yep. that's what that's what you've got is you've got a cadre of officers who can win, and it's their way of doing it that's that's yep. doing the winning. You know, the, yep. the, and because Scott, Stalin is able, but now at this point to devolve to devolve responsibility to people. Yes, and and, and he's, he's a, because he trusts their their military prowess. Yeah, 
Yeah. Might not trust them as people, but he trusts their military prowess, <laughs> which is which is something which he people. hasn't done up until now. So this yeah, is this yeah. is this is a big change. Yeah. And, and so on the sixteenth of December they launched the um little Saturn. So there was a big Saturn was going to be the second big ring mm. uh, of the encirclement. And, and they've abandoned that, and that's because of what of, of winter winter storm, Van Manstein's thing. Yeah. But little Saturn, the, the main aim of that is capturing the airfields of, of Tatsinskaya and, and Morozovsk. Um, which uh, they do very successfully. Um, the 24th and 25th Tank Corps, so yeah. effectively a tank army, manages to overrun those airfields and destroys 431 German aircraft in, in, in the process. And, you know, it's, it's just, it's absolutely good night, Charlie, to, to the Germans. Well, well given you, we were talking about 1,100 aircraft, Luftwaffe aircraft earlier in the battle, able to be mustered over, over Stalingrad. To lose 400 yeah. is, is, I mean, that's, yeah, that's not good, is it? Yeah, you know, yeah, and a lot of them are kind of transports and all the rest of it, you know. So that's yeah. that's further making making the job of of saving Star- of Sixth Army harder. Yeah. On the nineteenth of December, von Manstein signals Palace and says, "says Look, I know what Hitler's saying. We'll I know he's saying out. hold there, but just 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 break out." <laughs> it's like easier said than done, mate. I mean, Sixth Army yeah. was surrounded by forty seven Russian divisions. You think Britain never had more than fifty in the whole Second World War? So yeah. you know, it's or fifty five <laughs> or whatever, uh, and five thousand six hundred guns and one hundred sixty nine tanks all kind of pointing in their direction. And on the 26th of December, Paolo signals that he just literally can't hold out much longer. You know, And at that point, mm. on that day, he only received 70 tonnes of, supp- of supplies. By the 24th of January, 24,000 people are wounded out, uh, wounded have been flown out. Less than a tenth of what he says he needs. He needs Less 750 tonnes. Less than a tenth. So by the 24th of January, 24,000 wounded have been flown out. And by the 28th of January, it's no longer Chukov who's splintered into two pockets. It's the yeah. sixth army that's splintered into two pockets. Yeah. They're on their own. And on the 31st of January, just awful, cynical manoeuvre has been promoted to Field Marshal, and he's absolutely thrilled by it. Yeah. But, of course, what he hasn't realised is is that this is a euphemism for yeah, supposed to committing seppuku. You know, yeah. this is time for you to put the bullet to your head. Yeah. Because not a single German Field Marshal has ever surrendered. And on the same day, 7.35am, troops in the 39th Motor Rifle Brigade overrun his his headquarters and both him and Schmidt are taken to 64th Army headquarters and then to the headquarters of the Dom Front, 50 miles away, where he's met by General Nikolai Voronov and yeah. our friend Rokosovsky, yeah. who then interrogate him and talk to him. And he refuses to accept that he surrendered. He said, I never surrendered. I'm a field marshal. I might still only have the, the uniform of a, of, a, of, a, of a general, but, but I'm actually a field marshal. Well, and of course, and, because if he, and, because if he does surrender, he's got to kill himself. I, yeah. I, so I, might, says, I, I, I didn't surrender. I was overrun. You captured. I me. might. I might well say that I was overrun in that set of circumstances yeah. as well. And of course, it's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Hitler yeah. is absolutely furious. Yeah, denounces him. Yeah, you know all the rest of it. And it's finally Choose the last. The, the last yep. German troops are captured on the second of February. 91,000 in all, including 2,500 officers, 22 generals. Between the 19th of November, so launch of Uranus, and the 2nd of February, 155,000 Red Army troops killed, 331,000 sick or wounded. And do you know what Pravda reports on the 3rd of February? Pravda says, Forces of the Don Front destroyed fragmented groups of Nazis putting up resistance north of Stalingrad. After artillery bombardment of enemy defensive positions, troops of N-Unit captured a number of enemy anti-aircraft positions and dugouts. Prisoners were taken. And that was it. It was all over. Obviously, this this is the the battle where the Red Army... I mean, it's 18 months since Barbarossa. 
and the Red Army have inflicted. I mean, it's not just, I mean, if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you know that we've often, Jim, Jim and I have often debated at what point the Germans have definitely lost, lost the war. And my, my, my money's on 1943. 1943 is when you, when they lose the sort of battles that would have made, that would have made, you know, a, a Holy Roman Emperor throw in the towel or a, or a, or a, you know, you know what I mean, Jim, that, 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 that Stalingrad falls plainly in the decisive defeat, political defeat. Not just a this isn't just a military defeat. This is a political defeat for the Germans, and there is a distinction, isn't there? You know, you can. This is a war losing battle under normal circumstances. But it's the yes. I think I think this is this is a point where they're being defeated. I I suppose my point is about November nineteen forty. You know, or October nineteen forty one. Is that the the Germans get to a point where it's it's looking incredibly difficult for them to win? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's not the same as losing. You know, I, I mean, I think you know you can you can argue that that. The Battle of Atlantic gets to the point where the Germans are not going to win by May 1941. Yeah. That doesn't mean the Allies have won. It just no. means the Germans aren't going to win. Yeah, yeah It takes yeah. another two years. Yeah. And, and I think that, 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 you know, what, it's been fascinating doing a deep dive into this battle. Yeah. Because obviously, you know, I read Stalingrad years ago, the Anthony, Anthony Beaver's book. Uh, uh, and, you know, and I've I, I've read broadly ab- about this. But to actually look into it in, in detail, you realise, you know, particularly once you now, we now know more than we did when we started doing this podcast four years ago. You know, we, we, we've understood the nature of, of war and logistics a lot mm. more. We understand yeah. the situation more. We've read more about Barbarossa. We've looked at David Stahl and, and yeah. people and, and this pioneering work he's doing on the, the German campaigns in the Soviet Union in 1941. So so we're able to bring to this greater context. And I think where I would ag- completely agree with you on this is is don't anyone belittle the importance of Stalingrad. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, this is a major, major, major moment in the Second World War. So yeah. it's obviously the key moment, really, in the war on the Eastern Front because yeah. it's it's such a transformation in such a dramatically quick time. And I think that's the thing. Yeah, and it's well, and it's it's what's interesting about it is that it's it's a reset in the Red Army that doesn't happen in spite of Stalin. That, that basically he's had to. It's it's because of him being able to being able to allow people to. Make, I mean, in a in a sort of strange way, or this, he's allowing his Soviet the Soviet generals to use mission command. You know, he's given them he's given them what he wants them to do, and he's letting them get on with it. And uh, it, you know, if we, if we're going to call it we're going to call it that, you, you you know what I mean? He's finally able to accept that, yep. and and they reap the rewards. And that, yep. that that's the really interesting thing is that is that earlier in this earlier you know the start of Operation Blue, the, the Soviets just cannot you know they can't beat the Germans in defence they can't beat them in in attack either, you know that 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 the thing things are not going well in any direction, and what you have here is a moment where he he gives his generals the latitude to make their own decisions, yep. and enact those decisions. And and you know nothing succeeds like success either. That's the other thing you've. Yeah. The other thing you. Can and I, see and I suppose this. the other thing is you've got you know you've got if you've got the cream of the the, the Operation Blue Force in Army Group A heading into the Caucasus. The, the yeah. question is, well, why you know why why aren't they hurtling back and why can't they still still do great things? Well, of course, they've gone so far that they're yeah. they're being attrited less by the Red Army but more by the distance. Yeah, yeah. 
It's the wheels coming off. It's it's yeah. you know your gasket's blown. You know your your, yeah. your piston rings need yeah. replacing. Run out all of that fuel. kind of stuff. No. You're running yeah. out of fuel. All those sort of things, and it's just your 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 lines of communication have got so big. So it doesn't mean that the Germans are kind of you know now without any any further fight. That's not the case. But 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 they're a spent force. You know they, yeah. they, they've 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 hurled everything into this into Barbarossa yeah. and then into you know the next campaign in the following summer in Case Blue. Yeah. And it hasn't worked. It hasn't been enough. And and now they're running out. And the the the, the shock felt back in Germany is, is just enormous. I mean, it, yeah. it is seen for absolutely what it is, a, a total catastrophe. Yeah. And because another, enough Germans have also seen what has been going on in the Eastern Front, because people have been sending back photographs and, yeah. and film footage and all the rest of it, there's, yeah. a, there's a critical mass of people within Germany, civilians, who know that the writing is on the wall, yeah. that you reap what you sow. Yeah. And so the years of triumph, the years of blitzkrieg, the years of thinking, actually, you know, we're pretty good, have suddenly re- replaced in the second half of the Second World War for the Germans, which is the years of fear and the world coming to an end. And, it's and a, as if and- to mark that point, yeah. you have almost immediately after Stalingrad, on the 18th of February, you have the Goebbels speech at the Sports Palace. Yeah. Where he says, "Are you up for it? This for total war. This total is what war. it is. This is yeah. what's going to come now." And and he doesn't say this is going to be an easy walk. He doesn't say we're right. going to be great and there's going to be a thousand year right. What he says right. is, everyone needs to fight this, or else we're all absolutely screwed. Yeah. And and, and he's now going from triumphalism to terrifying the nation into obedience. Yeah. yeah. And it's a trifecta because they've been the the Alamein, Tunisia, Stalingrad all had. I don't know. A quarter of a year that 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 yep. it's and and that we that we start 1942 with with Allied chaos and disaster. The Americans just entering the war, and by the end of the year, North Africa has been you know or by the start of 43, North Africa has been cleared of cleared of Germans. Stalingrad's a massive defeat. Yep. You know it's it's extraordinary, isn't it? That that that. The turnaround in fortunes, and that's you're absolutely right. That's why Goebbels is saying, and, and again, I like the we. Obviously, it's 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 his crew that have led Germany to this point, but they have been cheered on up to this point. Yep, and things are about to get a lot more difficult. Yes, well, Stalingrad week isn't over yet because we've got a bit more. Yes, we've got um, a fantastic conversation we have with Anthony Beaver to come. Yeah, about was- writing of Stalingrad that. that pivotal such a pivotal book and and it was fascinating wasn't it and then uh and then we got um our friend john mcmanus for we have ways usa and he's coming in and we're talking about lend lease and the soviet and the american yeah, impact yeah. on yeah which we, we and the Eastern Front. touched on with a jeep in our last yeah. episode yeah anyway thanks everyone for listening we hope you've enjoyed this uh i, I mean to be honest we've had to we had to we were going to do three we've done four but, finally, but it's, finally for money. Big it's campaign, biggest, big battle. Big, biggest battle, biggest, the battle for a lot of people. Anyway, yeah. thanks for listening, everybody. We will see you again very soon. Cheerio. Cheerio. I'm Anthony Scaramucci, former White House Director of Communications and Wall Street financier. And I'm Katty Kaye, U.S. Special Correspondent for BBC Studios. I've been covering American politics for almost three decades. Welcome to The Rest is Politics U.S., brought to you by Goalhanger. 
Go on, tell us, were those donations you made, like Obama in 2008, was that idealism? Were you hoping to get something out of these campaigns that would serve your own business interests, for example? So I think this will either make this podcast incredibly successful, Caddy, or people <laughs> will be horrified and they'll shut it off right now because I'm going to be very real with you. The Obama donation, I had gone to law school with President Obama. We were not classmates. I was a few years ahead of him. It was 2007. He was then Senator Obama. I had a check in my breast pocket. I went over to the senator. I said, Senator, I said, you and I didn't really know each other in law school, but I'm about to hand you a big check. Can I lie to my friends and tell them that you and I knew each other in law school? (laughs) Well, Obama looks at me, had the best smile in American politics since Jack Kennedy. Forever. Yeah. He lights up. He looks at me and says, I'll tell you what, if you double the amount of the check, we'll take it back to Hawaii, okay? And I looked at him. I said, you're done. I had another check in my pocket. I ripped it up. I doubled the amount of the check. And I'm going to tell you right now, I've been to more White House Christmas parties during the Obama administration than the Trump administration. In this pivotal year for the United States, democracy and world affairs, Britain's biggest podcast, The Rest is Politics, is launching stateside. Uncovering secrets from inside the Biden and Trump inner circles and how they shape the world's most important economy, but also the global economy, too. New episodes are released every Friday morning. Just search The Rest is Politics U.S. wherever you get your podcasts. 